Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Sunday morning, 9.22 a.m. Wisconsin time. Sun is out. It's in the 30s, but it should get a little warmer today. Like 50. That's warm for us right now. Hope everybody's doing well and you are enjoying your life. Sorry for the absence, I guess you could say. I just, uh, Sundays have not been working out. Weekdays are not working out. So hopefully February, the rest of February, well, actually May, no, March. <laughs> Hopefully March will be better for me and I'll try and get back onto doing the podcast on the weekend. So thank you for your patience and all you followers that still follow me and listen to me. Thank you so much. Always appreciate it. And you know, my Facebook page was Constant Vescares of the Supernatural. If you guys have any stories to share, feel free to do so. P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I gmail.com. Please put podcast in the subject. So today we're doing something a little different. I know last time I did the crystal ball thing, which I'm still doing, by the way. Today we're going to listen, or not listen, I'm going to read some really weird stories from people that they've experienced. Just weird shit. So, let's go. Oh, also I want to tell you that uh, Spotify has now been acquired by another company, and as of right now, I forgot the name, but something's changing in June, uh, June 24th, the way I the, we do the podcast or something. If it affects my podcast and you don't hear from me after June or any time in July, then you know something went wrong. So just a heads up. They're changing some format or your... I thought I read you can't use your phone or something. I don't know. I still have to do research on it. I'm confused on it. So that's going to be changing, hopefully, not in a bad way for me. I know all you fans are going to miss me. (laughs) Kidding. Anyways, okay, so these stories are, I did skim through them a little bit. Just to make sure. It's 33 33 people describe their personal encounters with the unexplained. I don't know if I'm actually going to read all 33. We'll see how we do. Yes, I've had my Duncan. Oh, I'm home, by the way, because it's too cold to sit in the truck and do this. So, let's see. The first one starts off, it's called Visitor. My wife and I were eating dinner one night when a guy walked into our house. He told us he was the angel of death and he was collecting our souls for the apocalypse. Said there, and also said there were demons outside everywhere. I thought, this is, this is it. Worded. Luckily, he didn't have a weapon and didn't attack us. I talked him into walking outside with me so I can help him out. And as soon as he stepped through the door, I slammed it shut and I called the cops. By the time uh, the cops arrived, he was in the road screaming nonsense. Lock your doors, people. I don't care where you live. If you live out in, this, out in the country, lock your doors. You never know. Uh, what else here? Time trap. When my brother was about seven years old, he woke up one day acting really strange and didn't get out of bed. My mother went to check on him and he started sobbing. It was awful, and he sounded so full of despair. It wasn't the cry of a seven-year-old. He was so upset, and it really worried us both. Well, my mother kept asking, what's wrong? You can't tell me? And after a long few minutes, he finally confided in her. He told her that he had been living the same day over and over and over and over, and that it was always the same, but that it's not that's not what upset him. What made him cry was that today was the first day in a really long time where something had changed. We never spoke about it again, and he seemed 
He was seemingly fine after a few days, but still have no idea what had happened. I know my brother, and it's not something he'd come up with out of the blue. Completely unexplainable from my perspective. I'm guessing maybe he was having a nightmare. And maybe one of those sleep paralysis where you're trying to wake up, you're trying to wake up and you can't. And coming from a little boy, that's probably very traumatic. You know, he was stuck, what he thought, in a time warp. Seatbelt. When I was 16 or so, I would stay at my SO's house late into the night and usually wouldn't head home at about 2 a.m. And I was so I was so obnoxious about never wearing my seatbelt. Okay. I don't know why, I just never did. But one night I turned on the radio to listen to Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. And for some reason I thought, you know, I should put on my seatbelt. And I shit you not, not even 30 seconds later, I was going through an intersection and a drunk driver came off highway ramp, off the highway ramp, ran the red light, and it T-boned, I T-boned him going about 40 miles per hour. I would have definitely gone through the windshield. There you go. Camping alone. Well, it starts off, was camping, so let's just say I was camping in the middle of nowhere. Around 2 a.m. I heard a distant native drumming. I look around but can't see anything but it keeps getting louder and louder and louder. Soon, it sounds like there was a huge group of people banging on these drums all around me. I freaked out, and I ran in the dark towards my car, jumped in, turned the lights on, and saw no one. So I took off uh, took off all around 2.30 a.m. Okay. Oops, oops, nope, oops, oh. Sorry, the page jumped. God damn it. Why does it do this? Camping alone. Did that? Yeah, yeah. Another drumming experience. I don't know if it's from the same person. God dang it, the page keeps jumping. There we go. Uh, let's see. This is from the Thought Catalog, by the way. Uh, let's see. Years ago, there was a boy fishing in a forest. Sorry, with a with his parents somewhere in the States. A man approached the boy while his parents were preoccupied and asked the boy to come over to the man's house for dinner. The boy joined the man and lost track of time. It got late and the boy stayed the night and the next morning had breakfast at the man's house and asked the man if he could show him the way back home because he knew the parents would be getting worried about him. So the man agreed and brought the boy back to the fishing spot and said goodbye to the boy and left. Well, when the boy got back, when the boy got back, his parents and a group of other people came running to him crying because apparently the boy had been missing for few, for a few days. While the boy thought he had only been gone for like less than a day, when they asked him where he was, he wanted to turn around and point to the house where he slept and had a, had dinner with the mysterious man, but it was gone. His parents and sorry, his parents and other people that had been searching for the boy all reported hearing native drumming the whole time while the boy was gone, and the drumming stopped once they had found the boy. Interesting. He's ours now. My mother told me when she was pregnant with my brother, she used to get crazy nightmares of shadow figures. They kept harassing her two to three times a week, claiming that they were coming for him. She never understood what it meant until she gave birth to my my brother, but eight weeks premature. Oh, he unfortunately didn't make it. Parents had, mistake, had to make the decision to pull the plug and let him rest peacefully. Two days after the whole ordeal... She had made this. She had had the same nightmare, but this time they were taunting her, saying, "We got him. He's ours now." And 
never had a single one of those nightmares after again. That was 20 years ago. Ooh, that's creepy. That's really creepy, man. Very creepy. I wonder if that's happened to anybody else, but they just, like, dismiss it. That's really creepy. Oh, very weird. Okay, next one up. The Fog. I was playing with a drone with my friend at our element, elementary school after hours. What? Oh, I'm going to reread that. Okay. I was playing with a drone with my friend at our elementary school after hours. Elementary school. And you already have a drone? And you know how to fly it? Mm, okay. I don't even know how to fly those things. Anyways, I went to pick up the drone. And when I did, it became incredibly foggy and quiet. I went back the way I came since there were... That's where my friend was. I kept running in the direction and it kept getting foggier and foggier. And it felt like I was being watched. Eventually, my friend just appeared and the fog went away. Me. Their conversation. Me. Weird how the fog went away like that. Friend. Fog? Me. Yeah, it was foggy for like nearly 10 minutes. I could barely see. Friend. It hasn't been 10 minutes. Me. But I was running back here for what felt like ages. Friend. No, you've been standing still for about 30 seconds. To this day, I still don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> oh, weird. That's another trippy one. Unless his friend was messing with him and there really was a fog. You never know about friends, guys. You just never know. Anyways, ghost on the road. Now, I was driving home really late one night. My buddy was asleep. I swear I saw a ghost, a ghosty old lady walking down the side of the road in a nightgown looking scary as fuck. I didn't turn around, and I didn't tell my buddy. I'm not sure if I saw her. It was just a trick. I think about that sometimes. Short and sweet. Okay. Final destination. I work, in ho I work at a home improvement store, and I work around powdered powered equipment all the time. What was the name of this one? Final destination. Okay. One night, I had a dream. I was spotting for my coworker carrying a unit of 2x4s on aisle 29. This part's important. So it says. So. Okay. And I remember my vision went black and I thought to myself, that motherfucker actually killed me? Then I woke up and was relieved it was only a dream. Fast forward a couple more days. I was spotting. Oh no. I was spotting from a coworker and he was carrying a unit of two by fours on aisle 29. And something flipped in my brain and told me to walk a little faster. Next thing I know, the driver of the fourth forklift unexpectedly floored it and slammed it into the panel saw. Jesus, I would have been easily crushed. Oh my God, if you didn't listen to his brain. After that, I remember the dream. I freaked out on the driver and some harsh words were said. He lost his license. Ooh, premonition. Indeed. Very good. I'm glad you listened to his brain on that one. Um, I don't want to read that one. Nope. Elf on the Shelf. We had an elf on the shelf as a kid. I walked downstairs and it was in the same spot. Hold on. Page jumped. God damn it. It was in the same spot as the previous day. In a little glass candle box that had a latch on it. Being small, I assumed the poor thing was locked in there overnight. So I opened the door and went upstairs to tell my parents. They were both asleep when I got up there. And the only other person in the house was my baby brother. After I told them our elf was trapped, I walked back downstairs and it was on the chandelier. <laughs> At that time, I was like... Well, duh, he's alive. Now I'm terrified of that thing. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if I was imagining it. 
Can you imagine having Elf on the Shelf as a little kid, and you see it in a little box and with a latch to keep it protective, and... Oh, my God. I tried to buy an Elf, Elf on the Shelf, but... I think those things are absolutely hysterical on Instagram when you go to Reels during Christmas and you see the elf on the shelf. Absolutely hysterical what people do with those things. Okay. Um, just checking this one because I wasn't sure the title. If No, it wasn't the docks. Now, I grew up in an old farmhouse. It was around 150 years old. It's probably about 175 now. Located in sparsely population area of northern central Iowa. Very rural. Now, there's a lot of small odd occurrences over the years my family had, that had lived there. Uh, but the most frightening one for me occurred when I was a teenager. I was old enough to be home alone, but not old enough to drive. My parents and older sister were out for the night, so it was just me and the dogs at the home. At home. I settled in to watch a movie in the living room, which is located on the first floor of the house. When I heard someone walking heavily on the hallway above me. Now, this house had plank wood flooring with nothing remotely sounding insulated. These steps were distinctive, very unmistakable. I knew I was the only person in the home, and the house was miles from the closest neighbor, let alone a town. My stomach was in a knot, but tried, I tried to be logical and quickly decided it must be a dog, even though the steps sounded much heavier than what a dog would make, considering their terriers. I leaned forward in the recliner to call for them, but as I leaned forward, I saw both dogs were already sitting at my feet, and they looked terrified. I took the dogs and the wireless house phone, ran out of the house, and locked myself in my mom's car in the driveway. I called my parents and waited for the car in the car for them to arrive when they got home. They both had enough experiences in that house not to doubt me. Wow. Screaming. Oh, I know I was going to tell you guys. You know how I tell you my house turns 100 years old this, this year? Well, I haven't found any, I can't find anybody that tells me um, what month it was built in. The only thing I can get is that back in the 1920s, because my house is 1924, um, a lot of the homes were built anywhere from May, June, July, August. So, with that, I guess I logically. It was probably built in June or July, you know, around the when the prime, when the seasons are perfect and all that. So, when I do celebrate my hundred year old house, um, probably in June, July. I couldn't find anything. I, it was just weird. But from research, like I said, in uh, Wisconsin, a lot of the homes were built after June during that season. So, I'm just gonna go by that. All right, now this one's called screaming. One time I was in my room trying to go to sleep when my clock when back up, back up, back up. I hate it when they don't put the words in I have to kind of redo it. One time I was in my room trying to go to sleep when my closed laptop ran, randomly blasted screams of what sounded like a woman in pain. I still have no idea how that happened, but it scared the shit out of me. Okay, so your laptop is closed. Maybe was the battery going bad? <laughs> I don't know. Logic? Night terror. As a kid, maybe 12, I, was, I walked into my mom's... Okay, so mum, you know they're not here in the States because usually like Australia, Europe, they say mum versus mom, right? I mean, they're not originating from here. So I walked into my mom's room to kiss her goodnight. I didn't realize she was asleep, and as I entered, I woke her. She saw me standing in the doorway and jumped straight out of bed. She grabbed me and threw me on the bed and tried to choke me out. What? 
while kind of clawing at my face. I grabbed a pillow to try and put it between us, but she was on top of me and screaming. What the hell? I remember seeing her face in the light coming from the hallway. She was crazed. I kept screaming, it's me, it's me. But she wouldn't stop. Somehow I got out from under her and ran into the lounger room where my dad was where my dad was stood up about to see what was going on. I'm confused. I grabbed him and threw him between me and my mom, who was right behind me and still clawing in my face. He grabbed her and bear hugged her while her arms reached out over his shoulder, still clawing at me. I don't know how, but she woke up and immediately started crying really sobbing and apologizing. She said she was stuck in some sort of not quite asleep, not quite awake state. And when I stood in the doorway, all she could see was that I was wearing her face and she felt as she had to get it off of me. And we stayed up all night crying. And I still won't walk into my room. <laughs> I still won't walk into somebody's room if they are asleep. Good Lord. I'm not going to read that one. Skip that one. I don't like the titles and I don't read like what I read the first two sentences. So no. Ghost in my bed. A few nights ago in a row, I woke up thinking someone was in my bed with me. To the point where yesterday I woke up and s started talking to them. But when I rolled over, no one was there. Really weird sensation. I have no idea how to describe uh, what I was feeling. Skip that one. Skip that one. Good lord. These are just a little too dark. My God, nope, ghost town. Sorry, you guys. The other ones are are too dark. I don't. I'm not comfortable reading those. I don't like what I saw. Nope, mm -mm. not comfortable with those. So, this one is called Ghost Town. Now, uh, it starts off was in a very small. Instead of I or we, it always says was was in a very small town in the middle of nowhere in south southeast Washington. I parked on the highway at a place called at a place called Google says is a store. What the fuck? I heard distance. I heard a voice from the distance calling, you break, you break down. I yelled back. No, it started towards the store. The voice called out again. It's closed. I think the voice, uh, this is weird. I don't, <laughs> when I left, I drove by the house where the voice was coming from. Nobody was there. The curtains were open, but it was all dark inside. Even at dusk, no cars in the driveway. Nobody. I never saw anyone in that that town, I saw a street cruiser motorcycle with a passenger approach the town, but it turned off the highway and blah, blah, blah. That was a shit story. <laughs> Tick bite. Um, nope. Glitch in the Matrix. All right. Why do they... It, it's bizarre, you guys. It just says was. There's no I. I don't know. I don't know. I was driving down a road and someone ran a stop sign totaled my car police came and took all the info next day i get a rental car and they asked for my driver's license nowhere in nowhere in empty wallet I say my wallet <laughs> what the hell i think well maybe it's in my total car I go to where they towed it and searched the car. Nothing. I called the officer from the accident and asked if he forgot to give it to me back. He says, no, he handed it back to me. So I take everything out of my wallet. Nothing. Even my wife went through it. So I get my information together and go to the motor center to get a replacement. Get everything done and they hand me my, my replacement license. Open up my wallet to put in any 
to put it away. And there's my original license where it always kept it. But I know I checked the first thing. Still can't figure out where or how it got to back in my wallet. Mm. Weird. Sorry. Reach, reach out and touch faith. <laughs> to this day, I don't know if it, this actually happened or if I dreamt it. But anyways, um, I experienced waking up in the middle of the night with my eyes closed, my shoulders lifted off the bed as if I'm doing a half sit-up. My right arm was also raised up towards upwards and hanging in midair and my hand pointing towards the ceiling. With my eyes closed, I felt a firm grip on my hand as if someone had hand, had hand given me a handshake. I opened my eyes and looked into the dark to the empty space. I still felt very a very firm grip on my palm. I felt a male presence, but I couldn't see anyone. After a few seconds, my arm and shoulders dropped and went back to sleep. I told this story to my mother uh, five years later. She said she often felt presence of an old man in the house and once thought she saw him in the early hours of the morning. That's a very strange story. Ah, oh, man. <clears throat> Just, uh, nope, nope. Horror house. My parents have always sworn their house is haunted, but not by human ghosts, by animal ghosts. Later on, we found out the guy who used to live there. I'm not going to. Nope. 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 Not reading that one. God damn it. Okay. Living next to a haunted prison. We bought a house in Fairmount section of Philly. Our front steps faced Eastern State Penitentiary. Okay. We're all familiar with that, right? Never thought much of the fact, but there was so many times unexplained, unexplained shit would just happen at the house. We eventually... Had kids, and it scared the hell out of them, too. Doors closing randomly at 3 a.m. One time, our large kitchen window just fucking shattered. Uh, ugh. So many times, I would wake up because I swore I heard someone walking up our long stairway. At first, it was easy to ignore, but I don't believe in the paranormal. However, one night, a drugging, a drugged-up lady somehow got into, got into our house. Our doors auto-locked, so we never figured that out how. And when I heard the noise, I went down to see this lady look like a goddamn zombie. She was screaming at me about her husband and kids. I was somewhat traumatized when we ended up moving two years later. What the fuck? Haunted mansion? Okay. I used to work as an assistant in an old mansion that was converted to an art museum in New, Eng New England. The basement... The basement and, and old kitchen quarters were turned into, muse to, into a museum shop with back wing, back wings being more smaller galleries. All right. The servant's staircase opened into a very narrow hallway that led towards the back room of the basement or the front of the shop, all beneath ground level. Okay. Underground. The stairs were kept locked for everyone except staff, and the only way the base, the only way to the basement was... You had to enter from the outside of the courtyard through the door that was right beside the shop counter. In front of the counter was an old TV mounted on the upper corner that showed security cameras to the, um, at, to the back of the gallery. But the camera switched only when motion was detected. Well, it was later in the winter night and I'm staying late doing homework while the, other, while the owners are in New York. The only other person in the building should be the house manager who I know is working on the fourth floor. I'm hanging out the shop counter in the basement when I hear some noise in the back galleries. 
I assume it's a patron who's making their way out, but no one comes from the hallway. So I call down to the back. Oh, okay. So, so I call down to the back. Museum is closed, and I'd be happy to show them out the back way. No answer. But now the security camera starts switching different, switching different empty galleries. Keep switching two different empty galleries. Hold on. The thing freaking jumped again. All right. Sorry. Only slightly on edge, I picked up the phone to call up to my manager, manager when, on the opposite... Fuck, guys. On the opposite of the shop counter, a revolving card standing full of classic postcards started slowly turning. I think the look on my face is more surprised than anything else. It's heavy and old, a very heavy and old stand. It takes a lot of force to move them. But when the turning on the stand abruptly stopped and began going the other direction, I, nope, I got the heck out of there. Weird. So, that's that, guys. I'm telling you, I, I try to read them as I see them. But if I see a lot of, like, say, grammar errors and stuff, I have to correct them as I'm reading. So sorry if it gets kind of glitchy. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, and I apologize. I had to skip so many stories. But I did not like what they're starting with, and I did not like how they ended. I'm not going to do that to you guys. I don't like reading stories like that. No, I won't do that. So, you guys, again, apologize for the slight absence. I will try and be back next month a little more frequent, like usual. Um, thank you again for listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. I have fun with it. And again, it's just all voluntary. I don't make any money doing this. <laughs> so, I make time when I can. Uh, I do miss sitting outside in the truck doing the podcast. I really do miss doing that. So we'll see if I can get that going this year again. Uh, what's new? Nothing. Nothing new. Um, honestly, nothing new. So that's that. So you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You know who I am, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Everybody take care. Have a phenomenal work week or retirement or semi-retirement. And you in the UK, hello. Hello, you know who you are. And that is that. You guys all take care. Thank you for taking about 26 minutes out of your time to listen to this crazy-ass raw ad podcast. And this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.